Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to the As Always podcast. This is episode 163. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined as always by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? Pretty wood, pretty pretty good. I mean, how pretty are you wood. Doing? I'm it's not too bad. <laughs> it's pretty wood. Um, yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Good. Getting by. Um, Sunday evening, weekend's over. Work week mm-hmm. starts, so that's pretty shit. But uh, you know, had a nice, uh, pretty chill weekend. Pretty chill nice. weekends. The sun was out. It was beautiful weather for the first time here in so fucking long. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Positive positive vibes and we operate on vibes here on the SOS podcast um so yeah how about how about yourself what's been what's been happening that's good um i'm streaming the last of us just having a good time elva's visiting her family so i've decided i'm gonna take this opportunity to cave to my cravings of playing through the last of us and part two again never coming back obviously well we do yeah we know that um well we know eventually she'll realize and just not come back yeah i'm gonna have to fly over there myself just handcuff her and bring her back um, yeah I, which I think it's the reasonable that. approach um well what what's the alternative you exactly know? to die alone which is not well happening. yeah um, i mean that's we know that's probably your destiny yeah but, if i'm um, dying if i'm dying i'm taking someone else with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, yeah i think that's reasonable i think yeah. that's reasonable yeah, if you okay. can't be happy why should anyone else you know exactly exactly mm. that is that's the motto i live by that's what i i also live by it. i think that's reasonable perfectly reasonable yeah, that's a strong um, motto it's also the motto of the great people over at patreon.com forward slash as always so if you like what you're listening to or seeing here and you want to see here more head over to patreon.com forward slash as always where you get exclusive access to the best podcast on the internet the clubhouse podcast the people's podcast powered by you the people for just as little as a dollar a month there's well over 130 episodes for you to stream right now for just one dollar so go do that plus mm-hmm. other cool bonuses perks rewards go check it out and thank you to our producers that make this show happen uh, my voice really went up when I said this yeah, that was, um, that was I pointed strong. down and my voice went up and I was like oh I am 15 <laughs> again um, <laughs> we have our producers Ollie the Superior Ollie Damien the Not So Orange Gnome Ferentino Flash Paradox Jesper Olsen King Richard III Albrecht Ryan Hafer Viridian and of course Bullsack 47 thank you for mm-hmm. your developing power this podcast uh james i'll tell you what my week's been filled by um and you know this is the as always podcast for those who don't know we talk about the latest and greatest in video games tv shows movies nerd shit comic book movies all that stuff but this week has been about one thing and one thing only Mm -hmm. actually two things it's been you know what it's actually been a phenomenal weekend of things but star wars right star wars is filling up everything Mm-hmm. that sounds reset. awful i'll be honest with you yeah. <laughs> i've loved it i've loved that's it. good uh we've already released on the network if you haven't checked out the streamcast review of the f- spoiler cast of the first two episodes mm-hmm. of the obi-wan kenobi show i was on that thank god for that because mm-hmm. it would have been a disaster and you wouldn't have gotten really good star wars opinions and breakdowns and really Definitely. picked up on the, the intricate details of things but i was there and i managed to because of course shep says at the start of the podcast that he hated it and i knew he would <laughs> And I was like, oh, because there's women in it. Um, And then I, by the end of the episode, he's like, oh, you know what? I actually love this. I turned him around. I totally turned him around because I was explaining things to him. I was like, no, 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 no. This actually makes sense. 
and I threw throwing things at him, see what this did and that did. I was like, look, there's plenty of things that aren't good about it, but overall it does so many amazing mm-hmm. things that I'm like willing to look over the leaps in logic in terms of plot because I'm like, ah, oh, it's a fucking yeah. kid show, whatever, who cares? Like just you, just to get to the point where it's a moment, it's like, ah, oh, it's a nice character moment. It means a lot. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, that's sort of the way I view Star Wars. It's the way I view Marvel movies. It's not really about, I don't watch them to get like a Scorsese level plot or like, you know what I mean? A Christopher Nolan plot twist with incredibly intricate writing. That's not what they're there for to me, you know? Sure. I, sure. I love them the same way I loved them when I was a kid. Um, yeah, that's, that's fair. But I also feel like cool. you can have both. Like, look at you the can, well, The best of the best yeah. things are both. Empire Strikes uh, Back. No, 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 I'm not I'm not saying you can't. And I think Empire Strikes Back, to, in fairness, is a bad example because it was the second thing ever that was made and Star Wars has now a thousand things made of it. So, I, I, and, well, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, has nothing to base it off. Like, no, but it has like it made they made a good solid film, so it's like you know. There's, but there's other Star Wars films that are solid, solid films as well. Then it's not just The Empire Strikes Back. Well, yeah, but that's the best one. Okay, sure. And The Winter Soldier, I agree. No, I don't. You can have both, but I don't think. But if it doesn't have both, it doesn't make it bad or shit. If you know what I mean. No, not if you've got a lot of strengths in it, and I think Obi Wan does, which is like yeah, that's, why it's that's how so, I feel about Obi Wan. So why it was such a good time to watch. There were a couple moments where I was like, oh, that's. Don't know why they did that one, you know? You could probably have avoided that quite easily, actually, if you'd have just done something else. Um, But, you know... We're not at the end of the show. They could explain things. It's Yeah, there's a couple... I think in terms of, like, plot things that I thought were like, oh, that's a weird choice, they could very easily be explained. But I guess in my head I'm thinking, it's Disney. Like, when they do something that comes across as wrong i just assume they've got it wrong rather than it's meant to make you ask questions but if it is meant to make me ask questions then cool that's interesting for the plot um so that's cool Uh, well let's dive let's dive into it because we can we can talk spoilers i feel like for tv shows that are this like Mm -hmm. pop culture poignant like to be fair remember when twitter used to be like you'd have a couple days and then spoilers would be tweeted now it's like you have to watch it the hour it's out yeah again. you do it's ridiculous like otherwise you have to avoid it like it's getting yeah. crazier and crazier so i feel like you know we can talk about it on this podcast and there's timestamps in the description so if you don't yeah, want to listen to this part just skip over um but so it's full spoilers uh, and i know i already talked about this with eddie and chips but i do want to know james your thoughts um of the obi-wan show and and get get your input because i've watched the episodes three times wow um i just fucking loved it mm-hmm. so much and i guess sorry i'm fucking burping i've got a pepsi here <laughs> um i was like oh this is i'm pausing really dramatically no no, no I'm, I'm tr- i've got a burp and i didn't want to just barf into the microphone uh <laughs> no i thought it was phenomenal and don't get me wrong and i said this on the streamcast like there's a lot of like logic leaps and shit and I'm like I guess like it's not impossible but it's pretty fucking ridiculous um but I was like I don't care it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter that much and there was so many strengths that came out of it I Mm. loved Leia Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan was fucking phenomenal Mm. um Reva I liked her at the end of episode 2 I'm not sold on her yet um Mm -hmm. 
I'll tell you what I don't like Star Wars fans because of course like we had just such a great build up to the Obi-Wan show and everyone's just so happy and then instantly straight away half of them are just the worst cunts in the world I'm like cool classic Star Wars Um, I can see people that would have an issue with it because the show was either one of two things that you wanted either you wanted a very Logan-esque character study Obi-Wan only focus or you get Star Wars episode 3.5 of the Skywalker saga I would have been happy either way, so I was very happy with what we got, James. What are your thoughts? Yeah, on, I think that I think that what I was really pleased with is that I didn't really know what to expect going in, uh, um, yeah. and so when the sort of show took a like the camera cuts and you suddenly you're on Alderaan, I was like, oh, like there's this. I honestly at the beginning when it does the big recap, I'm like, dude, that's never, when you know. I feel like whenever, that's what I knew when they did the recap. I was like, oh, we're going yeah. covering everything. This is not yeah. Because whenever a, whenever a show does a sort of recap like that, you know, every little piece of information they've squeezed into it is important They're in refer- some way. Exactly. So when you see Bail Organa like, oh, we'll take the girl. I'm like, oh, so Leia's going to be important in some way. Otherwise, why would you have put that in here? Yeah, um, I definitely thought it was at least going to get referenced. I didn't expect what we got where she's like the yeah. second main character yeah, yeah, of the yeah. show. But I love it. I which think it's I such a good love. idea. It's such it's, a great idea that I just didn't a, even think of or expect. But like, it yes. adds so much depth, I think, to the relationship. A new, that, and or, a new hope. It means so much more to... It actually yeah, it makes like the prequels she better the and it makes and, the originals better. Yeah, yeah, you get like the the moment where she's in her cell and Luke comes in to save her, and he's like, "Oh, we're here!" Like, and you know, mentions open. I'm Luke line. Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Yeah, and, and she's then like, she's like, "Who?" She's like, "I'm with Ben Kenobi." Ben Kenobi, yeah. where yeah. is he? And it's then like, she oh, runs it off. makes so much sense. Like when I realized that when like, I I was watching the show and I was she like, names oh, her that son adds Ben so much more. It's yeah, she names her son Ben, oh, and you make, think, that oh, is it just yeah. because? Yeah, just because what Luke like you know about him of course from your dad talks about him and then Luke he trained mm-hmm. Luke so you're like I'll call my son and Han Solo's son Ben and no, no, no. he was also really important to you when you mm. were 10 he saved your life you went on an adventure with him and I hope she's in the show more like I hope that's not the end of Obi-Wan and Leia together like because it just it doesn't fuck with the canon it doesn't fuck with the timeline at all we know very little about Leia's upbringing even just seeing her with Jimmy Smith who played Bail Organa and we've seen mm-hmm. him in the prequels we saw him in Rogue One I love Jimmy Smith yeah, and I was like we finally got to see his relationship with Leia rather mm-hmm. than just the references to my father will hear about this like you saw it you're like yeah. love love it was love. really well written too like the moment with them on the balcony was just really nice um and i think like it adds as well depth to alderaan as a place because like then when it gets destroyed like you kind of have a bit more of a connection to it because exactly you know previously the only time we'd ever seen it was that short moment at the end of revenge of the sith and then obviously you know in a new hope just before it gets destroyed so i like that depth that it adds there um to something important and i yeah i I, and also when the relationship with leia was nice whenever you think to yourself like before when they're developing the show and people are like oh well it's obviously Obi-Wan you know he can't leave Luke behind he'll just stay in he's like no 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 he'll definitely go somewhere else it's like why that's such a big leap why would he leave he's not supposed to leave and I'm like fuck it let him leave because it'll be awesome and Darth Vader like oh, I'm just seeing that but you give the only reason that's like no perfect explanation for why he would leave Luke um, to go and that's to help his sister Leia mm-hmm. you yeah. know like like um, Bale said she's just as important as he is mm. and she needs you yeah. So, and Luke's fine right now as far as you can tell like he hasn't been in any pressing danger go help Larry and, and you can come back 
Like, help the one that's actually in trouble. So that yeah. made total sense that Obi-Wan would leave to find Leia. I loved them together, their dynamic together. The, the um, Padme line was mm. beautiful, like, giving her some shine. It just felt like it was strengthening the prequels and strengthening the originals. And that, you can't ask for this show to do any more than that. Even if within the show, it's like, oh, there's a couple of plot leaps within the show. So is there in the fucking prequels. There are in regular so there's, there's plot leaps everywhere. But does it strengthen the overall characters and relationships of the saga? Yes. And and the big moments, yes. It more strengthens it than takes away. Um, you know, granted, I thought, you know, the Reva logic of getting Leia and Bale and bringing everyone out like that was such a stretch of logic yeah, um, yeah it's but, a weird one but. yeah but whatever and I think what, that's what probably works to making people dislike her character is probably just that her thought process and method is kind of a little bit illogical and I think people like subconsciously you're like oh I don't like her very much but it's just because the writing for her so far at least in terms of the plot has been a little bit poor um, yeah but like i mean we've still got four episodes to go i think they could really bring us around on the character i mean i don't feel anything very strongly for reaver at the minute i'm kind of like yeah she exists yeah. i guess i i feel the same um, way. But, i loved her know. at the end of that episode two though like she was actually really intense and evil you know when she's like obi-wan like you're not gonna die today like that whole dialogue i thought she delivered it really well it was well directed the music was gorgeous you went obviously just murdered that moment acting wise like we'll get into that we'll get into that sorry let's do, do that last but what was there anything you didn't like about the show like when you when we get into the show and the obi-wan stuff itself were you happy with that was it what, what were your thoughts um i think i was happy with it all i, I the the moments that stand out to me as like issues was like um i guess i mean i think i i in terms of like reva's character i guess i do want to know like why she's doing what she's doing but i guess that's something hopefully we'll learn as the show progresses like yeah because i feel like she's also doing it with a lot of malice too which feels like quite aggressive um whereas all the other inquisitors are kind of just like you know matter of fact this is our job sort of thing um yeah so I guess if there's a reason for why she's so passionate about this, then that'd be interesting to explore. Um, but the o the only like the major thing that stands out is the forest scene with the bounty hunters trying to catch Leia. I just thought was just so funny, <laughs> just such a funny scene. Because yeah. as well, she just gets captured anyway. So just have her it's be the captured most, anyway. It's the most you know? kids movie chase scene of all time. Yeah, because yeah, you know it it's was... for the kids that are watching it to be like, yeah, I could run away, like you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like it's one of that's... those things where you're kind of just like, yeah, that was silly, but we yeah. move on. You know, I was really worried about Leia in the fan reaction. I was like, mm -hmm. part of me was like, maybe I was just jaded. I was like, I'm gonna go on Twitter, and everyone's gonna hate her. Oh my god, why'd they try to make her just so sassy and she's only 10 and she's doing all this? And I'm like, she's, she's so annoying. Anakin built a fucking pod racer at 10. Like, in <laughs> yeah. T3PO, like, it was a genius. I'm not shocked that she's, like, way ahead in, like, her, her smarts and how clever she is at reading people. And it's such mm. a power of hers within the Force to read people. She does it all through the original trilogy and the sequels. Yeah. 
and has, you know, is able to connect with people and, and like, that's how you assume you take it with like how she senses that her cousin's like fear of his father. Like mm. it just sort of comes out of nowhere, but it's her ability to like sense people's yeah, feelings. Yeah, you think so. Yeah. Um, and I love how that added to Leia. It just strengthened Leia's character. And, and to be fair, I haven't seen any negatives towards her yet. Um, no, I've mostly seen everyone super positive about it, which is great. Put some fucking respect on on Leia, but it's just hard with kid actors because we saw it with the Anakin one, but and also just female characters in general. To be honest, especially in Star Wars, mm. are just born to take fucking shit online. Um, but yeah. I mean, I think Carrie Fisher, if she had was alive to see this, would be so proud of this girl and the performance she put on as Leia. And I thought mm. she's just she has added to the legacy of Carrie Fisher. She's added to the legacy of of Princess Leia. Totally yeah. love her. I want more. I'm not. I don't want this to be the end of her as the plot device. I'd love to see more of her. Um, maybe not as much because I want to spend time with like Darth Vader and other characters. But I would love to still see her a part of the show and series until the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. What did, what did you think of Obi Wan on Tatooine in that first episode, and and sort of his state of mind and the way they portrayed that? I thought it was good. I thought it was all like really solid. Like you got these moments where he thinks about trying to help, um, and he just kind of like has to you know push it down and try to blend in and everything. And I think that's quite nice. Um, you've got like his little little cave house. He's got the little the little animal from Phantom Menace. He's riding it along, which, by the way, looked really, really good. Like, the CGI for that animal thing, when it lays yeah. down for the first time, I was like, holy yeah. shit, that looks really real. Um, yeah. Which was just something I noticed. But yeah, no, overall, I think everything on Tatooine was really good. The first episode, I think, for me, was overall probably stronger than the second. Um, okay. But I loved them both. I thought both did a lot of, a lot of good shit. Yeah. Uh... I definitely, like, highlight moments of that, and again, I said this on Streamcast, but, uh, you know, I want to say it to you is, um, I mean, I think his, the way he, he's voiced Obi-Wan was always great and very Alec Guinness-esque, and I think he's stepped it up even more, like, now that he's closer to that age, like, it feels like Obi-Wan Kenobi, he's just so good at it. Mm. Um, I love that you see the difference of how jaded and, 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 like, broken he is, where you see the two ways a Jedi could behave in this instance of where you know, the galaxy is in state with the empire. You can either help people and get killed as we saw, like that's how the inquisitors hunt Jedi, or you can literally bury the Jedi within you down so deep that you're like, I don't care what happens. I'm not putting myself at risk. And Obi-Wan sees it as like his mission to protect Luke that he mm. literally will not use the force and hasn't or use his lightsaber. He buried his lightsaber in the desert. And yeah. it just, it that showed you, that both Anakin and it was such a great like literal f- representation of it that Anakin and Obi-Wan both died at the end of Revenge of the Sith and Ben Kenobi and Darth Vader were born and that moment of him going to the desert and digging up not just this coffin but it was the grave of Obi-Wan and Anakin both their lightsabers were in there and that was the moment they're both reborn again like in a way uh, mm-hmm. like they're, they're, those feelings those emotions that past has now been brought back up and that's where this adventure leads right like Obi- Obi-Wan Kenobi coming back not just Ben yeah. Kenobi and and that feeling and that past of Anakin is going to come back like this movie will be about the movie this show will 
almost certainly it has to be a an element of it is Obi-Wan trying to bring Anakin back and and fully accepting that he's Darth Vader now and Anakin's dead. But those feelings will be explored and Darth Vader will have to wrestle with Anakin again. Um, and you, I think you see that at the end of episode two um, when Obi-Wan... Like, I'd like to think, right? But it's, it's all up to interpretation. When Obi-Wan says Anakin, that... Mm-hmm moment through the force connects and wakes up Darth Vader or wakes up Anakin right um Mm. but in that you've woken up Darth Vader and he senses Obi-Wan maybe for the first time in 10 years um how did you see that moment no yeah I think I agree I think it was that sort of that moment of them reconnecting somewhat um yeah to then set that up for the rest of the show because I think it's something that's hopefully going to be explored in in you know a decent bit of depth because there is that I think you've got to by the end of this show you've got to get Obi-Wan to a point where he no longer believes Anakin is in there um and you've got to get Darth Vader to a point where he also believes Anakin's no longer in there um so that you can then move forward with you know what we see of Darth Vader across you know Star Wars Rebels um at rogue one yeah. and the original trilogy um yeah. so i think that's the point you got to get to but to get there you need this you know strong character struggle on both sides um and you know you got to have the two of them come head to head have that confrontation and wrap up with both of them feeling that anakin is actually truly dead and that then takes us into you know what we see from the original trilogy i think it's you know a good setup for that connecting them again it's going to be an emotional ride and then you you know you wrap up where we sort of need to be wrapped up i think it's i think they've done a good job in establishing that but not being too you know heavy-handed or too quick to it either i I like that like i was afraid they'd want to like throw darth vader in as soon as possible like have random shots of him you know talking to the inquisitors or whatever but you know they've gone two episodes and you know we've not heard him speak yet we've not even seen him in the suit we've just heard his you know breathing um obviously we've seen anakin so i'm i'm pretty confident with how they're handling it so far um i I feel like it's going in the right direction to be honest i mean they delivered at the end of the second episode in my opinion one of the top 10 if not top five one of the great star wars moments of all time Mm -hmm. like i had a list and i have a list a checklist of things i want to see from the obi-wan kenobi show and a bunch of them were checked off within the first two episodes, but one of the big... And plus, things I never even thought about that I love, which is Leia. Um, mm. What a highlight, and just done so well. But the, I'd say the number one thing, other than Obi-Wan and Darth Vader facing off, thing I was like excited to see happen was, Obi-Wan has to think that Anakin's dead. I want to see the moment he finds out he's alive. That's the moment I want to see. I want to see the look on Obi-Wan's face, on Ewan McGregor's face. Mm-hmm. when he finds out that Anakin's alive. And when they were kept saying in the first couple of episodes, Anakin's dead, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yes, yes, mm. that's good. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. And like, we know that he knows that Anakin's Darth Vader. Like, that's his name. Mm-hmm. So if he'd heard of Darth Vader, he knows it's Anakin. That's how I sort of saw it. So I was like, he doesn't know Anakin's alive, so he has no Vader. But, you know, we see in Revenge of the Sith, he hears Sidious call him Vader. Um, so Obi-Wan knows his Sith name. So the moment when Reva goes, um, I'll take you to, I'm just going to take you to him. Lord Vader will be pleased. And the look mm. on you, Obi-Wan's face, you and I say you and because like it was an, an incredible performance. Yeah, it was. 
all those like I had goosebumps, dude. I don't know about you. I it was had really fucking good. goosebumps. It was really, really good. It was that moment of like you realizing as well, like, oh shit, he's just found out in that moment. Seeing like his yeah, it was a brilliant performance, just like the way that he just didn't know what to do. Like it's that moment of I, I feel like it's a combination of like like panic but also i feel like a bit of hope in there too like you know realizing that someone he considered one of his closest friends is actually still alive even if he is still darth vader um, yeah. i feel like there was that element to it as well where like he yeah, just didn't like know hope. what to think it was like the yeah. mixture of hope and fear it was like mm. the two emotions i got like i'm like he definitely was like hopeful and like oh my god my friend i like i want to see him i want him back i want like that hope and then the other half was fear of like holy fuck how did i let this happen that mm. this the chosen one this powerful jedi one of the most powerful jedi survived and for 10 years has been just growing in strength of the dark side and these inquisitors that are hunting the jedi that i thought the emperor had sent and put together aren't the emperor's doing they're fucking darth vader's mm. yeah it's wild the only problem was um uh, Reva should not know that Anakin is dead. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was the, that was <laughs> that the one thing where I was like... That was the problem. When it happened, I was like... the Immediately, I was like, wait, how the fuck does she know he's Anakin? Like, I just hope that gets brought up in the future. Uh, it like, has to. It has to, please. I, but also, I, you gave me the moment I wanted, which is everyone finding out. I don't really care how you did it. I'm like, yep, whatever. We all know. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I think, I think if it's never touched upon again, then it's an issue. But if they yeah. bring it up, I mean, to me... The way, like, from what we've seen of Reva, I feel like she very much does not like to listen to people. Um, she lo- wants to take things into her own hands and do everything she can. And I feel like she somehow, through Maybe some sort of, like, in trying to research Obi-Wan and, like, to, to get to him, she somehow figured out that Darth Vader is Anakin. Maybe we'll find out exactly how. Yeah. But I feel I, like that's I also be sometimes how. don't know how people don't, like, how some... At least, like, it can't just be no one in the Empire knows that Anakin became Darth Vader because he was acting as Darth Vader, being called Darth Vader while he was Anakin. For a time, though it wasn't long, people saw him and they knew his name was Vader. Like, so I'm like, so when he get in the suit and they're still calling him Vader, they're like, oh, that must be Anakin. Like, surely there's still, like, a gossip section in the Empire that's, like, some people are like, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that's fucking Anakin. You know what I mean? Like, like, surely a couple of people know, logically. You got, like, Tarkin by the water cooler talking to the stormtroopers. I'm telling you, dude, it's like, did you hear? Have you heard? Um, I think that most people don't know who Anakin is. Like, he's one of the greatest Jedi warriors of the Clone Wars. Ah, oh, true. I guess, like all the, all the clones. People know who Obi Wan Kenobi is. Like, surely they, if you know Obi Wan Kenobi and Yoda, you know Anakin. I f- but I by the like. by the point of like where we're at now, all the clones are like dead or n- no longer about because you know they age and so they've been replaced by all these these stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, Tarkin would know because he was in Clone Wars and he worked with Anakin, so I guess Tarkin would know. Um, yeah. and obviously the Emperor does. I feel like it's not something people even really think about. I don't know. That is a weird yeah. thing to think about, though. How would yeah. people just not know? But I guess people Some didn't really people know, know. I guess people didn't really know the names of the Jedi unless, like, they served with them in the war. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, some people have to know, even if it is for the majority. Nine nine point nine percent of people don't know, and it is a secret. And it sort of like goes out saying, "Like, don't fucking bring it up." 
Um, mm-hmm. Like, I'd love to see the first guy to bring it up at, like, a meeting. They, they're fucking oh. got choked out. They got choked the fuck out <laughs> at that meeting. They um, were fucked. If we know you're Anakin, it's like, oh, don't fucking use that name, cunt. You know? <laughs> um, but to see that, yeah, that moment and, and like, Leia being there for that. And, mm. Ob- like, I just love... The thing I love about episode two when I think about it, I'm like, dude, I just got to watch Ewan McGregor play Obi-Wan again. And he went on an adventure with Leia. I'm like, and it makes total canonical sense and made the past and future movies better. I'm like, what more can you ask for from the show than yeah. what it's doing um, thus far? You know, again, logically, it's weird things, but overall, man, it's just, I love it. I just yeah. love it. Um, it. You know, it's just exciting to never in our lives when we saw those you know, prequel sales movies as kids, those were our movies. Did we think to ourselves, we're going to get a sequel essentially to, to our movies. Yeah. That's just about our, our movies. And this is, this is literally Star Wars episode 3.5. This is not the Obi-Wan Kenobi character piece. Um, that some people thought this is the next chapter of the Skywalker saga between three and four. And it involves Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, Leia and Luke. Like it involves everyone. Mm, um, it's cool. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, have you paid much attention to has it made you excited about other Star Wars things or are you like nah this is it fuck everything else um, nah I don't care about anything else okay it's got me really jacked up on Star Wars I could, I'm, I'm I on could, a high I'm on a Star Wars you never high. know I could finish it and be like wow that was so great maybe I'll give something else a shot maybe yeah. but um, D- did you see the trailer for Andor I did, I did see the trailer for Andor yeah what did you think of that Ah, fucking whatever. I don't care. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Who the fuck asked for this? Come yeah. on, Disney. Yeah. What, what it, it did why? look pretty good, though, to be fair. I was watching, I was like, that actually looks really I fucking mean, it, sick. It looked nice. Like, when I was looking at the trailer, I was like, this is nice to look at. I enjoy this. I, I can't help but feel like a show doing whatever they're doing would be in a better position if it wasn't following Cassie and Andor. Um, yeah. because you could do more with it um, and take it in yeah. a different direction. But I guess if you really, really want to do a prequel story of Cassie and Andor, the beloved character from Rogue One, then yeah. I guess <laughs> I guess you can. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Yeah. Um, Fine. Yeah. See the build-up of the Rebel Alliance? Um, yeah. Everyone wants to see that. Yeah, everything needs an origin, all right? Everything needs an origin. They're doing an origin cartoon animated thing of, like, Ahsoka's origin or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I Ahsoka's becoming a very important character in this Disney Star Wars world, yet have not put her on a movie. It's like, come on. The majority mm. of people that watch Star Wars don't know who the fuck Ahsoka is. And it's a shame, because I, I think she's actually a great character. Yeah. She is a great Like, I've character. been seeing... In the build-up to Obi-Wan, I was definitely watching a lot of clips of like things in like Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff. I'm like, okay, so this is what that like, you mm-hmm. know, figuring things out and saw a lot of Ahsoka things. Like saw, I guess don't want to spoil anything, but like the end of Rebels, um, I think it's mm-hmm. the end of Rebels or like there's a thing and I was like, that's fucking sick. Oh, you mean um, the end of season two? Yeah, it must be the, I don't know how many seasons there are. Um, I think I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Involving like a mage character in Ahsoka's, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was like, that's, fucking sick it's a great uh, scene yeah and and i guess i'm just i'm actually excited to see the ahsoka show 
because of how that's going to connect to the past and if they'll in a live action sense tell some of the stories or make it i don't know i i'm this i'm a live action person that we know i'm Mm -hmm. just keen to see the character explored in depth and, and and give it a shot if it's good or bad we don't know but I'm, I'm just i just want to give it a shot yeah i might watch ahsoka i, I don't know i i'm kind of turned off by live action ahsoka it, it it it's weird to look at i don't know why i just can't my yeah, brain doesn't you've like said it that. yeah you've said um, that, yeah it's like ahsoka to me even rebels ahsoka to me was a bit difficult to get behind it's like the art style really? of clone wars like characterized it to me it's like that is ahsoka that's what she looks like and when she looks like she does in Rebels, like it took me a bit to get used to, but it's the same voice and like it it ends up working. Um, yeah, okay. But, I don't but know is that it. not the same then when you talk about like Obi Wan and Anakin in the Clone Wars? You're like, you ca- I characterize them as live action, so I see these cartoon versions. I'm like, well, the, these aren't real. Why, why don't? But I, I think this? I think the other way around, it can always work. If you have like an animated version of a live action thing, it always works. But when you try and do a live action version of an animated thing, it can feel weird. I don't know. See, I feel head. weird both ways. I actually feel weird less weird the other way. I feel the opposite of how you feel about it. Hmm. I was like, a live action version validates the character to me as a real character. Interesting. Like, that's how I see that. I'm like, well, Ahsoka's actually important. Like, that's when when I went on Twitter and people were saying that Satine or whatever the fuck her name is was who Obi-Wan was referring to and talking to Leia. I'm like, oh, you mean the character that seven people know about? Yeah, yeah that's what not. they were referring to, you it doesn't fucking even make, idiots. I saw, like, a load of people I'm debating like, about who it is. Like, there's a debate to be had. Like, the only one that makes any narrative or thematic sense is padme it makes no sense when be referencing any other character in star wars well, they're, canon, they're just they're, they're, they're dumb people trying to be smart <laughs> that's what they are you're like, like mm, if you well, thought actually, i read oh, this I... comic from 2006 yes. and i think he's talking about this person <laughs> <laughs> no he's not talking about that person <laughs> mm, yes okay <laughs> Oh, 100% though. 100% that's how I felt. I'm like, you're not fucking clever because you know you watch the fucking shit animated <laughs> stuff. Like, oh yeah, it's definitely referring to that because that's way more important. Well, she was, she said a leader yeah. and Padme's not that. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, no one <laughs> knows who that is. My parents are keen and have watched Obi-Wan. My parents don't watch fucking anything. And they're like, yeah, well, we want my, you know, they grew up like, watching Star Wars, but they just watch the movies. They'll mm-hmm. watch them once when they come out of the movies and that'll be it for them. So they only know the movies. Tell me they haven't seen Rebels and fucking Clone Wars. <laughs> like, sure? so when, Your parents must be avid fans of Star Wars so when, Rebels. So when, when they see the Obi-Wan <laughs> show, they're like, oh yeah, we'll see that. Like, Obi-Wan, you and McGregor, yeah, 100%. Those are your, like, we watched them when you were kids. Um, they were keen to see it. And when they see the reference, and I was like, they're like, well, obviously, it's the only possible explanation of who it could be. There's no well, debate yeah, it's to... The, it's the only other woman 99% of people that watched it were like, well, we know who it is. And then you got that 1% that... Of the 1%, 99 people knew... 1% of people know who Satine is, whatever the fuck her name is. Satin? What's, what's, how do you say her name? There is a Satine and there is a Sabine. I don't know which one you're talking about. Um, the chick that Obi Wan fucking that's over. Sati- that's Satine, I think. Yeah, Satine. Um, one percent of people that watch Obi Wan know who Satine is, and of that 1%, one percent, one ninety nine percent of them still knew it was about Padme. It was just the one percent of one percent that were dumb fucks. It's obviously like, about Padme. Oh, Why yes, would she be referencing it, someone it, that Leia do- like? Is there's no in, connection? In issue to number Leia seven there. of Darth Vader, they uh, they. <laughs> 
It's so stupid. And like as well, doesn't he say like he says something about them being like dead or something? I don't remember. Or like there's a that he says something. To, I can't remember what he said. She died a long time ago. Yeah, Satine's not dead, or maybe she is. I don't yeah, know. no, she is. She is dead. Oh, I did a big Obi Wan recap on YouTube. Saw How did she chick. die? I don't know. Who cares? I don't even Doesn't matter. Not an important character. I've I've seen two scenes with her. I just know like I only know about it because I watched a Clone Wars scene. There was Obi Wan saying to Anakin like, "It's okay to have feelings." When he was like asking about Padme. Um. Mm. I've had like I've had I'm like what the fuck is he talking about and then I was like okay and I found like a clip of her and her dying and I was like okay. oh yeah Darth Maul strangles her and then stabs her okay yeah, yeah. who cares I do, re- I do remember I mean? that hey it's yeah. good stuff don't knock the fucking Clone Wars alright yeah right I um, hear it. when does Ahsoka come into Clone Wars at the beginning She's like she's in it from the start. Like well, they did it. Like, well, let's write in yeah, yeah, this yeah, character yeah. like she's, season what, two or three. She's season no, she, one. She, yeah, because the because the Clone Wars series takes place after the Clone Wars movie, and she was introduced in the movie. It's like her meeting Anakin. There's for the a first Clone time. Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Everyone was it? collectively hates it. Yeah, which is why when the show started, most people were like, "Oh no, they're doing this," and then like Dave Filoni like turned it all around, and he was like, "No, oh. you're gonna like it." And, oh, and so there's a Clone Wars movie, and that's where Ahsoka gets introduced. Yeah, everyone everyone hated Ahsoka so much in Clone Wars in the when the movie came out. All the discourse was just that she's absolutely terrible. What were they thinking? She's so annoying. And then yeah. they just they turned it around. But I think that's the point. Like she's supposed to be annoying because what they do later on is her being so headstrong and like arrogant and annoying ends up she ends up failing time and time again and like she ends up getting into bad situations because of it and then you see her learning and she develops and she becomes way more patient and there's like little arcs about that it's oh it's so good and then she just becomes like this well-rounded incredible character so it's uh yeah but the movie sucks yeah yeah okay that, that's well, when they first introduced her right and did she become anakin's like, how did she become Anakin's apprentice? Was Did he want her? Did she just sort of... Was she given to him? Like, I, believe... I thought... I watched an opening scene with, like, her meeting Obi-Wan and Anakin the other day. And, again, man, I went deep into Star Wars. And... <laughs> but I didn't get some of it. Because I, like, I was watching just clips of these shows I've never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, she was supposed to be Anakin... Um, sorry, Obi-Wan's apprentice? Like, new Padawan? And, like, everyone goes, you should get a pad one. And he's like, oh, I don't have time for that. Too busy fucking pad, mate. <laughs> yeah. Know. I think that is what happened. Yeah, I don't really remember. Um, but then, yeah, Anakin doesn't want her. And then they end up having to go on a mission together to return, like, Jabba the Hutt's nephew to him or something. Yeah, um, okay. It's a weird story. And then they just end up bonding and becoming close. And then he's like, yeah, whatever, I will take on an apprentice. And then there's, you know... And is that the show Six or the movie? Of stuff. That's the movie. By the end okay. of the movie, they're, they're, they're mates. So in in season one, episode one, Ahsoka's around and she's Anakin's apprentice. Yeah. Okay. They just start telling stories. They're just like, each episode is a new story and sometimes they do like multiple parts and it like has little arcs, but... Okay. There's uh, a lot of episodes though, isn't there? There's a lot. And they're, they're, they're out of order, like chronologically which is like so strange but it's kind of 
it's kind of cool when you cut like you you watch an episode from season one and then in season five they come back to it and you're like oh that's a that's linking back to this it's kind of fun um although yeah. it's a bit weird but it's super weird yeah right um is Ahsoka the main character would you say of the show um she no not really well it depends on the episode because she can she can be they have like okay. interchangeable main characters it's like sometimes you do a story arc where it's four episodes and you know anakin and obi-wan aren't even in it maybe it's just about ahsoka and then you okay. do another one like it's just anakin maybe ahsoka doesn't show up and sometimes it's all of them it just depends is it obi-wan anakin ahsoka those are three yeah those are definitely the main three well there is an episode where it's just padme and jar jar binks and i'll tell you that is a hell of an episode. <laughs> that sounds awful. It's oh, it's an episode. It's yeah, a, yeah. It's something that they did. Mace Windu was a was the main character one time as well. He was like the main character. So yeah, they do okay. do one offs. And Rebels is uh, is Ahsoka a main character in Rebels or is she a more of a side character in Rebels? She's, I'm getting the vibe she's a, a side si- character. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting the vibe she's a bit of a side character. And Ezra is the main character. Is that the name of the guy from Rebels? Yeah, Ezra. And he's like a Jedi apprentice. He is, is he still like a thing after Luke and the Empire for like the original trilogy? Because like I keep seeing this thing of like, where's Ezra? Yeah, we're gonna well, find what, out. What happened is he was on a spoilers. Star Destroyer. Yeah, spoilers for the end of Rebels. He was on a Star Destroyer with Thrawn, um, and this was obviously before A New Hope. He like I don't know what he does. I can't remember. It's been a while, but he like uses the Force and like takes the star destroyer somewhere where like no one knows where they went um so it's yet to be like revealed what happened to ezra and thrawn after the end of rebels because they just sort of vanish um is ahsoka going to explore that i think because you see at the end because the rebels then after that happens and they wrap everything up it goes like 30 years later or not 30 years later however many years later it is till after the end of return of the jedi so it's like just as return of the jedi ends ahsoka yeah. comes back and she's there and she's like it seems like she's going off to try and find ezra um so i imagine that's a story they'll tell probably in ahsoka okay that's interesting i shouldn't know all this for i hate star wars why do i know all this yeah. it's yeah. so stupid yeah yeah I almost want to watch The Mandalorian now, just because I'm that into Star Wars. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. The episodes... So, Obi-Wan... The two episodes came out on Friday. Any mm. chips are trying to tell me from now on it's on Wednesdays, all the other episodes. Is that true, or are they all on Fridays? I don't think so. I think they moved the whole show to Fridays, right? That's what I thought, too. I'm like, what are you fuckwits talking about? I just assumed, like, because they moved the first episodes to Friday, that every episode would come out on Friday. Oh, no, it does say on this article, the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi have now arrived as of Friday the 27th of May. New yeah, Wednesday should now, episode three, Wednesday. Oh, my God, what the fuck? That's so soon. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Oh, nice, that's cool. That's very cool. Not mad at that? No, no, no I can't be mad at that. We're definitely seeing Darth Vader in episode three by the way like i feel like the opening of the episode three will be him suiting up like you know like putting the arms on and shit going mm-hmm. out of the tank that'll be the opening i think so too i think that makes yeah. a lot of sense especially since he was like the end of episode two it makes sense to then open episode three with you know the other side of things we had two episodes with obi-wan and that side it makes sense to flip it back and have some time with darth vader 
maybe even a whole episode maybe we don't see obi-wan maybe we have a whole episode about the inquisitors and vader and the empire yeah that could be a potential thing who knows yep i agree I agree. But, uh, I feel like it's fine to just sort of go back and forth between them the way they did with Leia um, and Obi-Wan in episode one. Like, just to jump back and forth. I don't see why you can't keep doing that. Like, and treat it yeah, like it's, can, a mo- yeah. it's a Star Wars movie. Episode mm-hmm. 3.5. This is, yeah, the in-between. Um, but yeah, that's, that's Star Wars talk wow. for today, uh, which I knew would be a big part of this episode because of Star Wars Celebration and just news after news after news of Star Wars. True. I mean, is it? I mean, the Je- Jedi Survivor trailer that was also a thing. Forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game, but obviously the trailer showed absolutely nothing of substance. Yeah, I mean, nothing so. we don't know. It's set five years again later after the first game. Cal's mm-hmm. a bit older. Um, obviously, probably. Yeah, you know, I mean, a full fledged Jedi by this point, a lot stronger when we start off um but yeah like you said doesn't really show much mm-hmm. yeah I'd, i wouldn't mind seeing cal in live action at some point as well though just putting that out there i think i think if there's a perfect time to show him it's have him show up in this show but in obi-wan yeah i felt like mm. it, him him being in it could work i don't know if it makes sense after i feel like a soaker i feel like a soaker is a good spot for cal to show up if he survived yeah if he survives um, um but the because the actor obviously looks identical to the yeah. to the character in the game yeah. so it's like it's seamless it's a to, no-brainer get him yeah. get him in one of these things he's it makes sense yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um friday man like when those two episodes dropped i was like this is unbelievable how good is this and then after I finished watching episode one and two of Obi-Wan Kenobi, I went to the movies, to the cinemas, mm-hmm. and I saw the greatest action movie ever released, Top Gun Maverick. Bro, mm-hmm. it was unfucking believable how good I've, that movie I've was. heard nothing but good things about the film. It's been yeah. really crazy. It's kind of just taken over Twitter. Everyone's been saying, like, it's impossible to describe how good it is. And I can't tell whether everyone's yeah. in on a joke or whether it genuinely is one of the greatest films ever made. It's so um, fucking good. As a, as a person that... I saw it with a friend that has never seen the original Top Gun, doesn't know the original Top Gun, and they loved it. They're like, I was gripped the entire time. I thought mm-hmm. it was amazing. I am obviously grew up... It's my... F- dad's favorite fucking film of all time like he became a pilot because of fucking not because of top gun but a bit is a a part of it like top gun like loved it um and i so i grew up we watched top gun it's a great fucking Mm -hmm. movie classic and i love tom cruise you do so i'm like can't wait for top gun maverick uh, and everything they did with the way they filmed it. Th- like, they did so many amazing moments where they called back to the original movie. They perfectly, like, had fan service moments. But there was... Everything was perfectly, like, earned. Nothing was cringy. Nothing was cheesy. Everything was just... Everything that referenced the old movie, the original movie, was cool as fuck. But they just mostly spent the time just making a cool as fuck movie in its own right. Like, this is better than the original Top Gun. In every way. and But it also made the original Top Gun even better as well. Like, it, uh, the action in the way they filmed it, because they filmed it in the jets. Like, it was, it was, it seemed like a horror movie for these actors to make this movie. I don't reckon anyone had fun making it other than Tom. But, <laughs> the, like, you, you knew, like, we're suffering 
to make fucking glory for for cinemas and that's what it was like they're in these jets doing crazy shit uh and i mean tom does know how to like fucking fly a lot of these things um but they have like real pilots in the back of the like f-18s and shit flying the jets but just so many cool moments and not trying to do one of those like sequel remake reboot type things with old 80s 90s movies where it's like it's not really about the main guy from there they're too old no tom cruise is the main fucking character maverick is a boss but all the new characters are also really great as well everything about like flaw almost flawless of a of a film to be honest just one of the great action movies ever ever without fail every sequence like action sequence that was happening would outdo the one before you're like holy shit this is so intense there's no way they can outdo it and you're like oh my god they're fucking outdoing it like every yeah. time they just up the ante up the ante up the ante up the ante um and again like you said dude Everyone I've talked to, male, female, young and old, everyone that I've talked to from work in the office to people, to friends texting me, to online and Twitter is like, Top Gun Maverick is incredible. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. Not mm. one negative. I've never seen a movie more universally loved than Top Gun Maverick is right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it. you know, I wasn't really even thinking about it. But honestly, after everything everyone said, I'm like, I kind of maybe need to watch the original Top Gun, which I probably should have done anyway at this point. Yeah, you'll love it. It's and so then, gay. Um, it's so then, gay. You'll love oh, it. Oh, amazing. I love it's gay. shirtless. It's it's corny. It's 80s. It's That's great. cool. I like that shit. It's, there's, it's got the romance, 80s romance storyline in there as well. It's mm-hmm. got shirtless men playing beach volleyball, sweating and baby oil all over them. It's so <laughs> gay. It's brilliant. Um, but then it's got cool one-liners and just 80s quips. Uh, nice. And then you'll watch this. You de- you've at least, even if you don't see the original, you've just got to see this. Yeah. You've got to see Maverick. Yeah, I reckon I will. I reckon I, I, I'll do both because I can't ever do anything halfway. So I yeah. will watch the original at some point yeah. and then I'll go see this new one and I yeah. can tell so, you what I thought. Yeah, see, I don't know if we'll you'll... See. I think you'll think the original's fine. You, I just, I don't know if it's a you movie and it is old, obviously. Like, I, I love it. With it. I think I'll vibe But I think it. you'll be like, yeah, that was fine. That was fine. And then I think you'll see mm-hmm. Top of Maverick. You're like, oh, this is like... Because they're not even comparable in the way they're filmed. I mean, they're filmed... Like, they're like 40 years apart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm it's one's the the, uh, the technology in which they filmed like tom cruise has been offered top guns to do a top gun sequel for 40 years people have wanted him to do another one he's like no nah, i'm not doing it not doing it not doing it and people have pitched him the ideas and he's, he was waiting for the right idea he's also waiting for the technology to be where they could get cameras actually in the f-18s and in mm-hmm. the jets and now they could and it's just you you can feel it like you know when you just know like a movie's bullshit and you're on a green screen and like mm. you, when you like practical effects that's why this movie is also so intense because you're on the edge of your seat action because it all feels like it's really fucking happening yeah like it cool. actually feels like everything in these jets I, i'm like if i was a kid if i was 13 and i watched this movie i would become a fighter pilot i would want to become a fighter <laughs> pilot they made it look so fucking sick everyone was so cool like it's great. great great actors um yeah it, it, yeah 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 that's cool it. i look for i look forward to saying i can't wait to see what you know what this is what this shit's all about because everyone's yeah. been you know talking very highly of it and that's great yeah. i like to see it. it's nice to see a movie that you know a top gun's huge it's a big you know everyone knows what top gun is even if you've never seen it so it's not yeah. you know the same in a sense but it's nice to see a movie that's not star wars or marvel have such high praise it's nice to see just something in the cinema that's you know not 
the same you know 50 films from disney you know it's it's just i i totally agree and and it's killed the box office like it's doing marvel movie numbers at the box office it did 50 million in its opening day Mm. it's tom cruise's biggest opening preview on the thursday like a biggest opening preview day of his entire career dude's been making movies for 40 years at the highest level and this is his biggest opening of all time I love that. And I saw a great tweet today from someone that goes, the crazy part is Tom Cruise might actually save movies, save movie theaters. Like it might, Tom Cruise might actually be the one to save cinemas. It's like, it's true. Everyone's talking about they're sick of the, like only thing at cinemas people see in Marvel movies or Star Wars. Like Tom Cruise is here to save the day. The fucking goat of action films is here to save the fucking day. And he's got Mission Impossible 7 next year and 8 the year after. I'm here for mm. it all day all nice. day for tom cruise but yeah go see if you haven't seen top gun ladies and gentlemen go see top gun maverick at cinemas if you feel so obliged also go find yourself the original movie and watch that before you see top gun maverick but i don't think you have to to enjoy top gun maverick at all i think you'll appreciate it as an amazing individual action movie but it will mean a lot more and you'll get a lot more out of it if you know the original in terms of like the little fans of his moments. Like there's so many moments like my friend was looking at me and they're like, I would just look over and you're like, oh, oh, that's, it just hit me in the feels. Like so many hits in the feels moments. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. They're, they're piloting with him. Like I, I won't spoil it, but like, I'll, so I'll keep it vague, but there's just those moments. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, yeah, that's nice. That's, those are the moments that, you know, it's good. Like none it. of the, no movies ever done that in terms of when they do these remakes, they do these sequels 30, 20 years later, 40 years and almost in this case, like they never work out. They always yeah. bomb or the rose worse. I'm like, this is the first one that's not only nailed it, but it's people are like, this is better than the original classic movie. Mm. That's never happened. So this is, uh, I think this is monumental. Yeah, I mean, to me, it sounds like what they're doing in terms of a sequel is a lot of movies, when they make a sequel of a classic film, it, it goes down the route of, like, either it tries to be somewhat of a soft reboot or it tries to be, like, a... almost like a reinvention or they try to continue it, but, like, they make it very obvious, like a Force Awakens. Um, yeah, whereas try to, to almost remake movie, it. Yeah, whereas to me, this feels like they're trying to just make a sequel as if, like... I don't know, like, it's just meant to be a sequel to the film sort of thing. Like, Well, it's exactly sequel. what it is. Like, when you... And this is just a baseline, like, no spoilers at all. Like, watch the trailer, you'll get it. Um, the original Top Gun is about Maverick when he's in Top Gun, which is, like, uh, uh, the best of the best pilots. Fighter pilots go to Top Gun, this school. Um and they're pretty much competing against each other for, for there to be a winner of Top Gun. And Maverick, you know, um, is was in Top Gun in his day and now has come back towards the end of it. He's a legendary pilot in the U.S. Navy. He's a legendary U.S. fighter pilot. Uh, and he and he's become so legendary in, the, in his massive 30-year career since the original Top Gun because he was so young, obviously, and he was that young, brash pilot um, that would take big risks, but, like, he'd get the results. Like, that's... It's like, Maverick, you're not following the fucking rules of, like, of how you should fly and how you should do this, but he's doing incredible things. And things that people are like, you shouldn't be able to survive this. This shouldn't be doable, but... It, and he would always be like, it's not about the plane, it's about the pilot. 
Um, like that's why Maverick's sick. And obviously, the way the movie sets up in the sequel is his thirty years have happened. He's a legend, a legend, and now he's come back, and this is now the end of his career. This is like the last flight of Maverick, um, mm-hmm. and that's how they treat the sequel. And it's timed perfectly, and there's so many other characters. And he goes back to teach Top Gun, and this mission he's training them for, and it's just so fucking cool. It sounds great. It sounds great. I look forward to it. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Highly, 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 highly recommend if I haven't said that enough. Nice. Um, there's, uh, is there any video game news, man? Like, what's, what's, what's going, what's going um, on? Oh, well, we've got a state of play coming up. That's on Thursday. And we're getting into the E3 period now. e is not on. But Summer Games Fest is coming up, and so is uh, Xbox and Bethesda's showcase. So that's coming up, although we don't really know a lot about it, obviously. So it's just speculation, I suppose. Um, yeah. But I guess I, the only thing I really give a shit about is seeing Final Fantasy 16, and hopefully that'll be shown on Thursday at uh, the State of Play event. I've got, you know, my hopes up. I think it's going to happen, but, you know, who knows? Okay. Okay, well, that's cool. That's good. Um, it's not really. I I won't watch it. There's not nothing. I'm. Watch <laughs> well, it. no, not not even when you were like deep into games. Did you even watch it? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. You've yeah, never no, watched E3. <laughs> no, no. I used to. Well, yeah, I used to. Well, it would happen when I was asleep. But I would always yeah. watch all the trailers and everything afterwards and whatnot. For sure, mm-hmm. I'd get excited at least about. It. I used to like ten years ago, um, mm-hmm. but now I, I I don't care um, at all. Um, which is a shame which I well, mean that's what it is another, another piece of video game news is that Infinity Ward has officially announced Modern Warfare 2 so that's a thing that is a thing that um, is a thing got little, little character pictures for like Captain Price Soap McTavish you got Gaz and some other bloke I didn't see Ghost. any of that um, so that's cool oh um, yeah nice to that see that is pretty cool Task Force 1 for 1 um, yeah they got a lot to live up to with Modern Warfare 2. So, you know, that's a tough one, you know? One of like, the greatest well. first-person shooters of all time. Well, they did really well. Yeah, I mean, it is Modern Warfare. The original Modern Warfare 2 is definitely, I'd agree, one of the greatest campaigns as well, you know? Yeah, just like um, the whole package. Modern Warfare yeah. 2 was just insanely good. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the reboot of Modern Warfare 1. Like, I thought that was a solid, like, fun first-person shooter campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So hopefully the second one, you know, continues that on and just does its own thing and has those, you know, what what stands out with Modern Warfare campaigns isn't just the characters, but it's also those memorable moments and those missions that stand out. They're like, They're, fuck, we haven't seen that before. That's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the new Modern Warfare had it with that sort of, like, breach mission um in london at night like yeah, you know really i streamed good. my whole first playthrough of that on veteran and people were like pumping me up for this mission coming up and i was like oh god what is it um but yeah so hopefully they, that's what you know what you need you need those memorable action sequences the model film you know campaigns is fucking mission impossible movies like that's what you need to just have fucking sick action they're like action blockbusters with yeah, like that, a really they nice are. story and some memorable characters throughout. Exactly. Like they're just exactly. really fun. I, that's why I always loved the Modern Warfare or the Call of Duty campaigns early on in them. Mm. Like that's why I don't care about the multiplayer at all. I like those campaigns because they're, they're like the, they are the video game versions of action movies. 
the Mission yeah. Impossible's, the you know the the even just the war movies that that you watch. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. Hopefully, I don't know if I'll play the second one. I might. You know, it's it's they're like they're always like three four hours long. So it's definitely a, the sort of thing I'd I'd jump on if I so happen to think about it and have the time at the moment. Mm. It's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There was uh, another trailer actually this week I forgot about that came out this week. There was, um, was there? What was it? Thor: Love and Thunder got its proper oh. trailer. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, um, what were your thoughts on that? It looked good. I, I like the vibes of it. Obviously, it's going for the same vibes as you know, similar to Ragnarok with with Taika Waititi directing it. So it's going to have those vibes. I think it's got very strong vibes. I like it. It's it's nice um so hopefully hopefully it slaps i mean i there's not really too much else to go off just that it like it was fun like the trailer gave the fun vibes the characters look like they're doing interesting stuff and they've got got like you know a good arc to go on um jane foster's thor looked really cool um although they've kind of like established that maybe she's not a multiverse character and she actually is just jane foster yeah in that trailer which was like the bit to me that was like oh okay what what is going on here but i guess that's interesting to find out why um it's just like are they going to be able to explain that in a way where i'm like oh that's cool or is it going to be uh okay i guess you know i don't know yeah and i i I still just continue to adore the way taika sees thor as Mm. like really just this insecure character you know, it's like, what's it been, like, four years? It's like, uh, eight years, six months, and four days, give or take. <laughs> like, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, some people don't like that. I love that about him. Um, you know, we haven't really seen a superhero that, like, look, he's a god. He has super powers, super strength. He's gorgeous looking, and he's super insecure. Like, you know, like... Yeah, it works, it works. It, it, it's a very modern take, and I, and I love it. Um, but what stood out to me in this trailer and I think the most important part of this trailer is seeing Christian Bale um, mm, as yeah. um, like the god butcher or whatever the fuck the character name is Gore um, mm-hmm. and you know Christian Bale I've said it many times I'll say it again is the best living working actor right now by far so I uh, him being in a Marvel movie and giving him the villain role, I'm like, this is going to be the most memorable villain uh, we're going to see in this era of Marvel, I think. Um, I hope so. He looks great. He looks really cool. It's Taika. It's Christian Bale. He's going to, you know, it's Thor 4. It's going to be memorable. Yeah. These, this movie has the makings of being incredible, like the best movie currently in Phase 4, I reckon. Um, yeah, I agree. That's my expectations for it. Because there's other movies I'm like, oh, I know they're coming, but Wakanda Forever, are you excited for? No, not really. No. Like all the, ma- I, I was excited for, but obviously Chadwick Boseman passed away and there was so much drama filming it. I'm like, oh, I don't, I just feel like it's yeah. going to be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, then you've got the Marvels and I'm like, look, there's things I, I'm excited about the Marvels for, but overall I'm like, I don't really care. But Thor 4? This I care about. Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. like, directing it. You, the Guardians are involved. Like, it's just... There's a lot to like. There's a yep. lot to like. Sure. And then Christian Bale on top of it all. As a villain. And Taika said, he's like, we've got the best villain in Marvel. Russell Crowe's in it. He mm-hmm. plays Zeus. He is, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, it's just... I feel like it's... Mo- like, it's Australia, New Zealand's corner of Marvel. 
Like they're all filled. All the movies are filmed here. They're filled with fucking Australians and New Zealanders. Um, it's just you know Thor's our guy. Yeah. Thor's def- definitely the most beloved you know character of Marvel at least here. Everyone loves him, mostly women, which I get. You can't you know <laughs> you can't not. You, like you even have the obligatory fucking shirtless moment where they make you know make him naked. Oh um, my god! In, they in do the trailer. Do that. And he has a they Loki tattoo, that. like, back piece as well. I didn't like his tattoo. He has a tattoo with, like, Loki's um, horns and helmet, and it just says R.I.P. in the middle. <laughs> That's great. Uh, do we think Loki shows up in this? Mm, no. Yeah, I don't know either. I think Tyke is good about that. Yeah. We don't need, we don't need it. There's no need. We've He's got his got own Jane show. Foster, Thor. We've got the Guardians of, in it for a bit. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, I think, yeah, no need completely completely agree um yeah that's i mean a lot of movie and tv show news i feel like yeah um going on i'll tell you what else came out stranger things 4 have you started oh my god it came out yeah dude stranger things 4 is out dude oh no i've not seen it it came out the same day as obi-wan wait really i thought it was coming out in like june oh okay i guess i'll have to watch it (laughs) i don't Um, know I really We've don't got to do it. it. We can't not do it. <sighs> or we could have we could have it be like Morbius, where no one's really seen it, but everyone pretends they know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could just invent Stranger Things four in our heads. Well, I mean, I reckon I could guess what happens. What do you think? Give me your best guess. Do it now. Give me a prediction. Okay, so when <laughs> so <laughs> in Stranger Things four, you already knew like what I started saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> In Stranger Things 4, what I think, uh, I assume happens is when they were filming it, they brought Winona Ryder to set um, Mm -hmm. in uh, her character's car. What's her character's name? Um, Uh, uh, Joy? Joyce? Um, Joyce, yeah, that's it. Joyce. But obviously, Winona thinks she actually is Joyce because um, she she's got yeah. personality disorder and she thinks Stranger Things is real mm-hmm. um, so I, I I reckon uh, they well how many kids are there there's like seven kids then there's like the teenage in between ones which is, is that like all of them seven of now well they're all like <laughs> 80 years old now and then yeah. you've got the grown up so there's about 40 ca- main characters in the show now at this point that's um, good yeah that's a good amount which is great which is great yeah. um love that loves too many people um i don't even remember <laughs> most of their names um i know mike i know 11 um Will. hopper is that maybe i don't know is that a character it is a character yeah okay uh is it dustin or dusty it's dustin right dustin yeah um he's he's one the the teeth guy yeah, um, he's he's good. I like him. Yeah, I think. and then there's the um, the redhead girl, the I, Max. Is that her name? Max? Maybe. Yeah, I, th- I think so. And her brother, oh. her brother was like the bad guy of three last season, right? Oh yeah, the dude that um, looks like Zac Efron. Yeah, well, he he's he fucking's friends with David Jerome as well. Like they went to the same school, like acting school. That's so at the weird. same time. Yeah, he goes. Oh yeah, I know that guy, and he showed me photos with him. I'm like, what the fuck? So yeah, so weird. I'm like, that's. I didn't realize he was from um, Whopper in Western Australia. Like, that was well, studied there, which is where David studied. 
I was yeah. like, yeah, shit. I think he was the year above David. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, yeah, that's pretty fucking weird. But, you that's know, cool. another Australian representing. Anyway, um, and then who else is there? Well, I mean, we know Hopper is in Russia. The, there'll be another monster oh, yeah, that somehow... Is, oh, my God. Um, Hopper's in Russia. Well, doing? this is what... So this is what I think will happen. I I think um, Scarlett Johansson will pick up Hopper with Florence Pugh in a jet ah. from the Russian prison, right? Yeah. In the Quinjet, then Scarlett gets the Quinjet and she flies and she picks up Winona Ryder. Um, now Winona believes that she's an Avenger. Right. Uh, I see. I see where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, somehow one of those, like, labs, um, has, like, you know, like, the, in all the Stranger Things season, there's a lab somewhere where there's an experiment yeah, yeah, yeah. going on somewhere. So there'll be there's one of those. Lab, yeah. just, there lab. has to be. Yeah, and Winona yeah. goes in there and she, she, she like, Hopper, they're, like, trying to stop something from happening, like, escaping, and then all the kids will die. Hopper's trying to stop it. Winona's there. Black Widow's there. Um, and then Winona Ryder, Joyce, will, like, almost go to sacrifice herself. But in that point, like, she falls into this, like, thing with all these monsters. She comes out and she actually survives. And like, oh, my God, what happened? And then she, like, clicks her finger and she goes, it's Morbin time. And she's actually gone. <laughs> and she's... That caught me so off guard. That's not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> and then, and then, um... <laughs> oh my god this is amazing this yeah. is amazing this has been and, the long the long game to get morbius into the mcu yeah but so <laughs> what i'm saying is so morbius comes through the multiverse in stranger things 4 and enters the mcu oh my god that's amazing but through and but in the follow-up because they'll make another morbius movie but it will be starring winona Ryder. oh that's gonna be so good i'm so excited yeah. for that because this is a different universe as morbius where where it's Joyce that becomes Morbius, right? That's cool. So the, and and then, but what Joyce actually ends up doing is she does kill all the kids in season four of Stranger Things. That's how it ends. Well, you know, I mean, Millie Bobby Brown has been saying they need to treat the characters a bit more like uh, Game of Thrones treats their characters, so like killing them off a bit more frequently. So I think you know, yeah, but Millie Bobby Brown's a child and should shut the fuck up. <laughs> to be. <laughs> 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 Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that was so aggressive. Um, oh, God. Is she like 18 now? Is she? I don't know. Well, Ask I don't Drake. know. If Drake yeah. stopped talking to her, then she must yeah. be 18. That um, makes sense. So, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, yeah, that's um what I think happens in Stranger Things 4. Uh, I just know whatever happens is not going to be as good as that. I also know that we should have saved something like that for the actual podcast we do, and that podcast will just not be funny when we do end up having to watch the <laughs> <bullshit>. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. I mean, I think the only route we can go down now is just to watch Stranger Things 4 and just make a serious podcast on it. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know what else there is to do, to be honest. 
and I think if it if it goes down the road that we want it to go down, I think it will just naturally happen. I think, you know, I think, yeah, I think, I think we've got it in us to just subconsciously do that. I don't think either of us are going to be able to take the show seriously enough to do a serious podcast. So I think that. Okay. You know, eventually we'll watch it. I can't say it's top priority for me, especially because the episodes are so long. Oh, it's too much. It's, it's too so much. much commitment. It's too much. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. The last episode is longer than Multiverse of Madness. Oh. Just so unnecessary. Oh, my God. Are they all out, or is it just because I thought they were splitting the season four into, like, half um, release, in terms of release? They are splitting it in half, but is it not split in half with like is it those episodes that are split in half or is that just the first bulk and there's a second bulk there can't be nine episodes in half of the season let me uh stranger things season four oh uh, uh, they've released seven episodes oh i see yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so what the last seven, two episodes the last two episodes are coming out first of july That's so, so should we wait weird. should we wait until then do it all in one i mean it's gonna take me until then anyway to finish it <laughs> yeah you know oh. so we obviously have to wait till after the end comes out we can't do a spoiler cast with half the show yeah anyway true. so we That's do we point. have that much time to get through it oh amazing okay so we've got yeah a good amount not, of time to, to we're not in a rush watch through this um and then they're doing another season anyway so um great even so, more I can't wait till things. that comes out in four years yeah, and no one remembers anything that happened in the previous season. I don't the remember their 22. names, let alone like what happened. <laughs> well, you've actually you've proved you do remember the names. I don't know quite how you did that, but <laughs> try, you I know. guess you're right. That's true. Um, but like, I'm still confused at the ending of three because they left Hawkins, which you can't do, and then they ended up back in Hawkins at the end. Mm, so no, are they? So you, I can only assume they're in Hawkins still. In season four. They've, well, they've got to be. If they're not, I'm going to be severely disappointed. Well, you can't leave Hawkins. Everything no. is in Hawkins. True. So, really, it doesn't really matter where the show says they are. We know the truth. They're in Hawkins. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. it's that's completely fine. Even Hopper, you know, thinks he's in Russia. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That'll be, he's doing some he's doing some mining he's got his pickaxe he's well you know how there's like there's there's multiple there's towns like with the same name all over the world like there's multiple like there's a paris in like canada you know um yeah. so there is he's in hawkins in russia so it's <laughs> also called hawkins it's just another town yeah, that has that the same name sense. yeah so Do they also he's... have like a 80s shopping mall as well no, 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 no. They don't? No, they don't. No, oh. they don't have... Not an 80s shopping mall. More of like... I guess I'd call it... More of a prison camp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. And a, little bit, a little bit more of a labour camp than a shopping mall. Yeah, yeah. It's still got like a bunch of kids in it. Like, like almost like right. Russian versions of all the kids you see, but they all like one works like mining rocks and shit like physical mm -hmm. labor punishments yeah and there's a there's a wizard right. kid as well called like 12 um <laughs> and yeah yeah that's exciting 
And the and like yeah, Russian Drake chats to her as well. Oh uh, no, not Russian Drake. Yeah, the nonce. Russian <laughs> oh Drake. Oh my god. Russian Drake the nonce. Yeah. No. We're not saying that about real Drake, that would be slander. But no. when Russian Drake, this made up guy, nonce. Yeah. God damn it, Russian Drake. I should have known. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> Russian Drake sees an underage girl. You know. He says honest. it's morbid time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. <laughs> 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 When I thought of the moment that I was like, I'm going to somehow get one out of run and say it's morbid time i'm like this is gonna break james <laughs> i had it in my head and my like you'll see the eye my eyes glistened and then i'd like kept going with the story for a while and i'm just like oh this is gonna crush this is gonna crush so hard that how many people wonderful. are at home that are gonna so burst happy. there's gonna be someone on a bus on the way to like school or work or something <laughs> and they're gonna laugh out loud at that moment and that i want you to comment when it was uh. you because you know it was you um, oh, it's morbid There'll be somebody. It's morbid time. When Ryder said it's morbid time, that happened. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I've seen all nine episodes. You guys haven't seen it. Yeah, true. I'm excited, though. You've really bigged it up to me. Honestly, I'm more excited than, for that than Top Gun Maverick. You've made it out like it's one of the greatest well, shows of all time. Yeah. Well, it is. It is one of the greatest shows of all time. I'm so ready. Can't wait to watch it. I actually... <laughs> don't want to watch it so badly isn't it, isn't it crazy how good season one was though i remember i love season one and i like two more than one i watch them back to back like when two came out i watched i finally watched it and i just thought it was one of the best shows i've ever seen i was like this is the best thing netflix ever done i loved it and season three literally i'm like i hate this show i actually hate the show i hate all the yeah. actors i hate the characters i hate the story i had everything about it i watched the trailer I was like this sucks yeah season three did that but also mostly we did that to ourselves yeah when we did that strange things season three spoiler cast and we literally ruined the show for ourselves yeah through memes it's rough through memes yeah but i think if anything it's kind of made it better you know yeah i think that at least you know that'll get us through the like i can't care about a show when you do when it's three years between seasons i don't (laughs) care anymore hmm yeah, that is a weird choice too because I so really don't remember much. Stupid. Like, and I'm don't not going to fall into the trap, Netflix. I'm not watching it again, so I'm just going to go into this not knowing what the hell is going on, and we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Just watch um, Morbius before. That's the probably the best yes. homework you can do before well, you watch Strange Things yeah. season four. That's watch the Morbius. watch guide that, that Netflix have put out. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's a big it's a big graph of like what to watch, when to watch it, the yeah. chrono- chronological order, and it's just yeah. Morbius, then yeah. Stranger Things four, and that's your set. That's your set. That's yeah. it. You don't, don't actually need want to... you to watch. Stranger season one to three, one to is, three. Not, is you, you like it's recommended no. it's recommended it's advised but it's not necessary it's not ne- whereas <laughs> it's it not says it yeah. says that morbius is necessary <laughs> morbius is necessary four. yeah it's like yeah. morbius is to stranger things for what infinity war is to end game <laughs> so <laughs> you, you need that setup of those like important character yeah, moments yeah 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 yeah, you, yeah 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 100%. when you watch the conclusive part so. Well, that's why we had to wait so long for season four of Stranger Things. It's because Morbius exactly. <laughs> Sony were working really hard on yeah. getting Morbius out, 
Um, Jared Leto had to change the script seven times because it just wasn't quite right. Yeah, well, um, well, the people don't realise that Jared Leto takes his role so seriously that he literally gets surgery to look like Winona Ryder for all the movies. <laughs> Winona Ryder's not a real person. It's just Jared Leto. It's Jared Leto. <laughs> so the, the truth of it is, Winona Ryder isn't real. Jared Leto is Winona Ryder. But mm. the character that is Winona Ryder, the real-life actress is split personality. So Jared Leto plays a woman that has split personality disorder that believes that every movie and show that she is in is really happening to her. Mm. So Winona Ryder believes Strange Things is real. But Winona Ryder is also Jared Leto, the actor, playing yeah. Winona Ryder. Both. Um, it's He's quite a... He's a marvel of the film industry, I will say. <laughs> it's morbid time. <laughs> right at the end and then Hopper's like no and then then that's yeah that's a cliffhanger end and then season 5 um, will be after well there'll, there'll be Morbius 2 Morbius 3 Morbius Carnage um, <laughs> Morbius, Morbius Carnage. versus <laughs> Morbius versus Venom and then there'll be um, season 5 uh, 5 Stranger years from Things now five, Stranger yeah. Things 5 yeah that'll be the finale yeah that's gonna <laughs> be so that. exciting I can't wait yeah to the more Morbius Strange Things universe. Um, oh, that's going to be so fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's that. So if you're, hopefully everyone's excited for that coming soon. Hopefully. Hopefully they're excited, not hopefully it's happening. It is happening. I've it seen. is happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. hopefully everybody's looking forward to it. Yeah, agreed. I agreed. sure as hell am. Oh, me too. And with that, probably should wrap up this podcast, James. A nice, short and sharp episode of the As Always nice. podcast. Which is lovely. We um, because it. we're literally just talking utter <laughs> fucking shit now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I love yeah. because we've somehow continued without meaning to the Winona Ryder Stranger Things memes and we've incorporated Morbius. Um, Wonderful. We're keeping it current. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching, listening to this episode of the As Always podcast. We appreciate the fuck out of you and all your support. Be sure to like this video, subscribe to the Four Pillars Network if you haven't already. There's lots of great content coming out, podcasts, videos, all that sort of stuff. We just released Streamcast and Obi-Wan that I'm on. We also just released a God of War Top 5 Most Anticipated Things. That's with Eddie, the... Um, uh, hosted that is it the top five most anticipated like things I'm excited about like they normally are it's, oh yeah five five things I want to see list yeah yeah five things I want to see in God of War Ragnarok that Eddie covers mm-hmm. so go check that out and as well mm-hmm. the last episode of the Four Pillars podcast with James myself and George it was a fucking great time so plenty of content over the Four Pillars network and rate us on whatever podcast service you listen to us on as well that helps bring us up the algorithm and people see us. Really mm-hmm. um, and if you want to support us even further head over to patreon.com forward slash as always for just as little as a dollar a month you get exclusive access to the best podcast on the internet the clubhouse podcast the people's podcast powered by you the people you're all the characters everything we talk about are your topics your stories your advice go over there check it out it's the best uh, and you can get other cool perks and rewards including for the five dollar tier and above you get to be on the credits of all of our podcasts so thank you to these people we have Ollie the Superior Ollie Damien the Not So Orange Gnome Ferentino Flash Paradox Jesper Olsen King Richard III Ulbrich Ryan Hafer Viridian Ballsack 47 Aragon Kimisubber Game of Cream Pies Hashtag Meth The Nice Guys 2 Please For Love Fuck Hollywood Adam the Banana Ghoul Simp Alfie Robert and Andrew Big Dick 66 99 Ben Higgins Is Thankful For A Stick Brethren Bennett Clubbers BFHC Biggest Fucking Virgin Bodge BQ Overlord The Elder Brian Ford Call Me Daddy 
Christian 0210, Connor DeRose, Bullet in the Alley, Dry Man Gamer 101, Eli, Emil Catborg, Epic Alaric, Redito Hacker, Ethan Dean, Fishy, Furious Coco, Gene, Give Me a Penis, Kick Us Away, Grand Theft Mas 6, Gwen Hughes, Hookie, Jack DG 1998, Jaden B. Bennett, Jake Ryan, Joe, the founder Scarab, Josh Duvillier, Josh J. Anderson, Joshua Mora, Cassassin, Kid Ghostly, Liam, Luca, Lucas R05, Louis de Leon, Lumistrad, Mac Water 123, Mario 5380, Massabas, Max, Max H, Muddy Unicorn, Nick Miller, Otika World 7, our best and favorite mod branding, play the rules, Radok, Ravjar, Seth, Son of a Bitch, OG Dogger, so James hates the Batman too because he kills people, Spiky Bucks, Spell and Junk, The Blue Cow, Tony, Walshy, and Zeppo. Thank you, Swift Insights Health Pounds Podcast. We'll see you there on Patreon next week for the Clubhouse Podcast and again next week here on the Four Pillars Network for another episode of the Four Pillars Podcast. And James, as always, thank you for joining us. See you next time. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.